Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Cyrus's podcast. Today, I'm very excited because I have an uh, amazing guest, uh, Max Litke. He is the Director of Talent Partnerships at Millennial Entertainment. Um, I'm really excited to have uh, him on to dig into what he does and how he got to where he's at because um, word on the street is uh, way back in the day, he started as an intern and built his way up. So I'm I'm super excited to see see kind of where you're at and where you're going and where you're going to go. So thank you for being on today, Max. Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so so talk to me a little bit about more what you do. You know, I know that you look. I know you work with uh, 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 Carly Lloyd, right? U.S. Women's National Team legend. I know you've worked with um, the uh, Andre Russia chef. You know, I know you worked with Trey Kennedy. So talk to me a little bit more about like what you do and who is Max. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as far as what we do, right? we help talent kind of figure out what their strategy is. Um, I think what we do really well in our bread and butter is the talent partnership side. So building alignment between talent and brands that really makes sense for them. I think, you know, every, every talent that we sign is going to have their quote unquote key categories. Right. So um, for example, somebody like chef Rush, who we brought up before, you know, he's a celebrity chef. He's got a show on Tubi, which is great. Obviously, a lot of um, synergies within the cooking space, food and beverage, et cetera. But another component to him is that, you know, he's a military veteran. He served as a White House chef for four administrations. You know, the deep, the deeper side of it is mental health, suicide prevention, um, working with brands that are looking to give back to the military community, service members and their families, et cetera. So helping kind of build alignment and connections to brands that are looking to tap talent to, you know, drive certain things or categories and vice versa as talent kind of develop different projects or ideas that they want to build, you know, helping kind of bridge the gaps and build relationships between the two power players. That's so, and, and I mean, like, how did you even get into this space? Like, you know, it's like, it's like you hear people doing this stuff, but how did you even, how did you even find your way to doing this and working with this type of clientele? Yeah. Um, well, when I was younger, much younger, back in the old high school days, I thought that I wanted to be in the culinary space. Um, at that time, Food Network was so big, you know, Bobby Flay, Giada, these were kind of the big celebrities back in kind of the early 2000s. And I, I mean, I, you know, it was something that I really thought was interesting. So I would go and work work in bakeries during my high school years in the mornings and after schools. And sometimes I wouldn't get paid. I just wanted to learn and get my hands like, you know, really in the batter and the bread, right? In the dough. Um, yeah. <laughs> learned, I like that. Um, that had led me, if you remember the show Cake Boss, to go work for Buddy Velastro's Carlos Bakery, he opened his first shop in Ridgewood, New Jersey, which was the first shop besides kind of the, the home base of Hoboken. I went, long story short, uh, started working there right away. When he would take his lunches, I would take mine just to kind of build a relationship, learn a bit more. Um, one day we were in the shop and you know I had done a favor and he said, how can I repay you or whatever? And I said, I'd love to shadow you. And he kind of took a risk and, you know, brought me on and I ended up 
first summer being with him a few times a week, you know, going to appearances, doing whatever needed to be done, working in the bakery. Second summer came back, did the same thing. And that that second summer, I, I started seeing things a little bit more clearly, right? Buddy had built a book business. He had book, built a speaker's business. Uh, there were brand partnerships being done for brands that were outside of the cooking space. And at, at that point, I was kind of thinking, okay, Baker from New Jersey, working with Chase Bank or whatever, you know, whatever the brand was. Yeah. You know, what's the what's going on here? How is this happening? And that's when I kind of learned about uh, what an agency was, right? And how he has an agent in every different space helping him kind of build opportunities. And, you know, from there, he made the introduction for me to WME. I had went to go intern there. You know, following then, I'd worked in the mailroom and eventually started working for, at the time, the head of the sports group and managing a lot of like the day, the day-to-day for partnerships, whether it was you know, the Gatorades, Nikes of the world and the talent on the other side. So really being hands-on as far as what it means, what it, what it means to do a production day, social posting, setting up meetings, et cetera. And then, you know, from there, after being there for three or four years, then going on to millennial entertainment and, uh, you know, now working with probably 70% of our rosters, kind of these high level digital creators and 30% more of your athletes and traditional celebrities. So just, helping them find opportunities and bridge, uh, bridge relationships. I love that. And I, I don't want to skip over it because I want to come back to where we ended there, but I want to go back to you had said you took your lunches at the same time so that you could build a relationship. I want to look like a lot of what we talk about here is to, to show like uh, uh, patterns of success and, and ways that we can, be successful. And I think that's a super big key that can just be skipped over. Yeah. Why did you take your lunches at the same time? Man, I was trying to build a relationship, right? Like, you know, I, I knew that when I went to go work at Carlos Bakery, you know, Buddy was going to be there. It was his first shop outside of the one that's been around for, you know, 10s, 20s, 30, 30 plus years in Hoboken. Um, so I took advantage of trying to build a relationship and you know, I was curious. I, I just wanted to learn. So when he would take his lunches, I would make an effort to kind of, that's what I'm going to take mine. And, you know, if I could say one or two words or, you know, be involved in one or two conversations where he was in the back room, then, you know, that's what building a relationship is all about. And I think that even now in the current times when it's not as easy for somebody to just, you know, grab lunch with, you know, whoever the head head is, there's other ways to do it. I think a lot, you know, this, this talent world is so small. And I think a lot of people just think that they can just message somebody on LinkedIn, set a call and all of that. But it, it's really beyond it's, it's learning about somebody um, and genuinely being curious in what they do. Uh, that's, I think where real relationships are built. 100%. And also I, I feel like, like, it, like what you said is genuinely being interested in what they do and then genuinely trying to find a way that you can uh, uh, positively impact that, that person. Right. Like yeah. it's, it's such an interesting thing because, uh, you know, and, and like I said, like that, just taking that time to understand, by the way, like take the opportunity, you are in the room with this person that's going to help you get to the next level and, and ultimately ended up 
doing so, right? Because you were constantly in front of this person and constantly saying, hey, I want to be here. I want to help. How can I help? How can I help? Versus what are you going to give me? Right. I'm like, I talk to so many people all the time and they're like, yeah, but what do I get out of it? I'm like, I'm like, you got to understand like relationship over everything else. Yeah. Being, just being in the room is, has so much value because you don't know when, you don't know when you're going to get thrown into the conversation or someone's going to ask your advice or, you know, just being there and, you know, building some normalcy of, you know, you being there is, is going to help so much. And I think it even relates to today, like when people will say like, you know, getting into a talent agency, getting into a management agency is so hard. Like what's the advice? And it's, it's really like, rather than just sending somebody a note and saying, let's talk, it's kind of like, Hey, I saw that you posted about this. Like, I'm curious as to how this came about or, you know, and then it's like, okay, well, they, they did a little bit of research. They're interested. Like, it's not yeah. just, I see the agency, the three, you know, the three letters that you work for. And that's where I want to be. 100%. I, I actually love that because I get like those uh, random emails all the time. And, and, and everybody's in like a lot of people, you got to, you got to do sales, you got to do your outreach, so on and so forth. But the outreach that actually works is the people that are sitting there and directing it specifically at what I do or right. what, you know, XYZ person's doing. Right. Because it feels like you actually care at least a little bit enough to do some research. You know, I get calls all the time. I get calls all the time that are like, hi, you know, Mr. XYZ wants to meet with you. I was like, does he know what I do and who I am? Uh, yeah, of course. Okay. What do I do? You right. know, and like, um, well, um, yeah, exactly. Like you don't know what I do, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's even beyond that too. I mean, it, it's so rela- like the same way that somebody would reach out and say, can we talk about, what you do, I'd love an opportunity the same way today that when I'm working with a talent and I'm reaching out to a brand, maybe I've talked to for the first time, you know, it's so important that you reach out and say, Hey, I saw that your team just executed this partnership. It's so unique because of this, you know, would would love to hear more about it and see if there's a way to build a relationship for XYZ or our roster, et cetera. I love that. Yeah. And I, it's so funny because a lot of what I've what I've accomplished in the same in, in, in this space is, is very much that, right. It's like, Hey, let's build good people around and create good relationships. And then everything else will work out. You know what I mean? Like long-term you win. If you have, I think it's actually a hack. Like, I think it's a life hack that like, if you build, if you build meaningful relationships with people, then like you literally can't lose down the line because down the line, like you're always going to have someone that's going to be able to help you or work with to be able to help build you up again. Right. Like even if everything crashes and I always say, even if everything crashes and fails one day, like I'm still going to win because of the relationships that I have in each industry. hundred percent. So, so I love that. So I had to, I couldn't skip over that, that thought process because that's game changer, especially for someone that's like, wanting to get into the industry, wanting to get into anything, right? Like, and, and be successful in any industry, like spend the time, take the time, spend the time with the people that are going to teach you. And, and so then you, you basically, you went, you followed him around, you saw what he did and you're like, wait a second, like there might be an opportunity here. So you shifted into this space. How was that shift? It was, it was kind of uh it was a full 180, really. I mean, I thought, 
you know, it was, it was a space that was so kind of unbeknownst to me. I think that I, you know, I was working in bakeries in high school because I thought I wanted to maybe go to culinary school one day or be part of the hospitality space. And then when I was working with Buddy as a talent and really recognizing, you know, the 360 degree element of being a talent, that's when I was kind of like, okay, what's happening here? Um, yeah. And then I think I always say when I went to WME with some of my best grad school, really just like, you know, it's funny to almost relate it to college a bit, but freshman year walking into that mail room and working for a variety of different people for six to 12 months, you know, every, every division's like a different, uh, you know, school quote unquote, or different, uh, class you're kind of doing your undergrad first freshman year of like what is literary what does the literary department do what does the non-scripted department do what is the branding space um you know and the branding space was just interesting to me because it kind of is a combination of everything right like the tv side of there's production days involved there's the branding side of you know multi-year deals or a quick one-off something along those lines um you know, and brands have gotten more and more creative over the years of how they work with talent, how they integrate it, the creative that comes out of it. Um, you know, it's it's a back and forth. I mean, you gotta you gotta kind of clap your hands for both sides of like the brands who are being really creative, and then also the talent that are transitioning to maybe a more digital age, right? Like, yeah, you know, with social media, you see a lot of talent nowadays that are creating YouTube channels and doing their own thing. And then a brand will buy into it or, you know, some talent are just really good, especially now, like, you know, actors that are doing what they're doing on the screen, but they're also creating TikTok content, Instagram content, chewable type content where a brand could say, okay, we'll give them money because we know they can kind of create something fun and unique on their own. So, you know, there's definitely been a transition for both sides. Yeah. That's interesting. And and I, I love that analogy to school because it's something that I talk about all the time. It's like, you know, one thing is, is you know, I never went to college personally, right? Um, but what ended up happening is I played soccer for a living, you know, ended up getting a car accident and moving into um, getting into a, a real estate space and building my business that way. And I always talk about it like those first couple of years, those were my my college education in real estate. Like I'm calling, I'm 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 calling for four hours a day. I'm I'm door knocking, I'm doing all of this prospecting and stuff to learn what the actual business is so that I can build from there. And it and and I think it also comes from a um you've you've mentioned it a couple of times as you've been speaking, but a curiosity, right? Like a genuine curiosity of how to be successful in xyz space versus just you know i'm just gonna go and do my job so where did that come from was have you always been that way when you were younger have you always been like that curious type of person or were you taught to be curious like how did you how did that come about yeah i mean i think i was always um entrepreneurial at heart um and i think that's a lot of this business as well but yeah, I mean, it, it goes it goes way back, and this is for a, a whole other time conversation. But in middle school, my friend and I would create these marshmallow shooters in a backyard with PVC piping and spray paint. And every weekend, we would go to a street fair, and we would have a table, and we would sell out. And it was kind of like 
the cute kids at a table selling something they made. But the truth is we were selling more than like, you know, the the parent or adult next yeah. to us, their jewelry, homemade soap, et cetera. And I think, you know, in a funny way from there, we learned a lot of like how to talk to people, how to sell, what people were buying, um, how we need to adjust our product or market it differently. And it's it's funny to say, you know, that this middle school moment taught me a lot. But the truth of the matter is, is like we week after week, we're going to different street, fa- street fairs, leaving school early on a Thursday, Friday to kind of do this. And it's funny, but we were, you know, we would we would recognize things at a young age like, OK, there's a guy on stilts walking through the street fair. Let's give him a marshmallow shooter to play okay. with. People are going to ask where you got that. Um, yeah. Or talking to a parent, uh, talking to a parent at the table, saying, you know, oh, I'm not a fan of uh, like the, you know, the toy or whatever. Or I have two kids. What do I do? And just having real conversations with adults at such a young age, you know, really helped me kind of become more confident in myself. I think and and uh, be entrepreneurial throughout the rest of yeah. my career. That's so interesting. I love to see like the little background of how you get to uh, why you actually think the way you think, right? Because yeah. that's that's truly helpful. Now, now, let's fast forward. You're working with, you know, I mean, right now, Women's World Cup, right? Yeah. Women's World Cup is going on. You're working with uh, one of the legends in the sport, right? Carly Lloyd. Talk to me how you built that relationship and what you're what you do with her and what capacity. Yeah, we started um, working together when I was at WME. Um, you know, I was, again, kind of grew my role as part of the Carly team. And then, you know, eventually a millennial now management company. You know, we've continued our relationship, which has been great. And she's such a champion on the field, but even so deservedly, like off of the field as well. I think for all the work that we can do on the, the management agent side of building relationships, She's also built so much of the trust and relationship on her own as far as like her reputation off of the field, as far as, you know, showing up to shoots on time, you know, being a true advocate for the brand partners that she works with. I mean, it's funny to say and like, you don't know the true impact of it, but on her complete own self, she'll reach out the first time once a deal gets done, she'll say, can you have the brand send me their logo and and blurb? I want to put it on my website under my partners. So yeah. just being kind of one step above and beyond and saying, I want to be here. I want to be a partner. I'm genuinely interested in the relationship and how it could impact my audience is such a, you know, it's kind of hats off to her on that. Um, so it's a mix of both. I mean, we talk all the time about categories that she's interested in, brands that she's interested in how we can kind of bridge those gaps. We think about long-term strategy, right? Like she's at a point in her career now where she's 40. So it's kind of a different age demo. And, you know, what are things that she's buying now or what stage of life is she in? Um, And trying to see where we can build relationships there as well. I mean, World Cup is obviously an interesting time where there's a lot of commercial opportunity. Um, You know, this year alone, we did a Geico commercial, a Frito-Lay commercial, um, she's working with Zero, who's a FIFA partner, FIFA Women's World Cup partner. Um, you know, she has a relationship with LaCroix. It's kind of to her to her credit, she's done such a great job of 
really building true relationships with the people at these brands. And, you know, it's been an incredible opportunity for me to help, uh, you know, help kind of develop and shape and massage those relationships to, uh, to get to a great point. Yeah. And I, um, I think that's such an important factor is like you had, you had said she shows up to shoots on time. Yeah. She's there like, like, like why explain why that would even matter in this space? Yeah. I mean, you know, the talent space, it's Carly's a champion, right? So she's always going to have that, you know, elite title, you know, women's soccer, Olympic soccer in general, she's always going to have, um you know her pillar to stand on but beyond that brands have a lot of choices now the talent space is becoming you know there's so many talent whether it's athletes in their own credit on the court or building a platform off the court that have you know gotten them some personal personas personality that brands want to tap into um you know as well as influencers now too right it's like you know, you can be a sports influencer, right? Maybe a brand's interested in that. Or you could just be an influencer in general that creates really good content, has an audience that's engaged, et cetera. So, you know, brands now, when they say, who are we going to work with? One, they want to be bought into the relationship and really be a champion for the people that they're working with. But at the same time, too, from a talent perspective, um, you know, brands want to be equally professional as the people that they're working with. So, when we talk about like showing up to shoots or being, you know, Carly likes to be involved in the creative, which I think is amazing, right? Like we don't just, we don't just get a production day shoot and say, good to go. We'll walk on and do, you know, do and say, as you please, like brands want the talent to be involved in that creative process. Do you like this? Is this something that you would actually say, um, creating that true authenticity about it? So yeah, I think just when brands are working with talent now, they want to, you know, there's got to be the professional element to it. Uh, brands, brands get a, a, as excited as the talent are excited as as well. So being yeah. involved in the creative, giving your opinions. I've seen brands light up when a talent says, I, I wouldn't wear that. They're like, okay, great. Then we won't include that. Like, you know, being hands-on creative in conversation with the partners that you're working with is, is just so important. Yeah. I, um, I love that because I think also that translates into so many other things, right? Like just being successful in general. It's like, it it does take like showing up on time, being professional, like, like making sure that you're heard as well. Like it's a very important thing. And I think that it's very easy to skip over because we're like, Oh, we want to be here. And then when you get there, you you don't know how to act when you get there. Right. Like I always joke about it, like act like you've been here before, you know yeah. what I mean? So so it's a it's a very interesting thing um, um, to hear and and to show like the best in the world right does this on a daily basis and yeah. those those habits are what creates um, uh, 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 are what creates long term success I truly feel right um, Max I appreciate you so much for being on I I I really do um, if I wanted to have people connect with you, where do they go to connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Um, my Instagram is Max Licky. My LinkedIn is Max Licky. Those are kind of the two platforms. I'm, uh, can you can you spell them out? Because it's, it's audio. Yeah, it's, it's Instagram is M-A-X-L-I-T-K-E. 
and LinkedIn, M-A-X, last name, L-I-T-K-E. Awesome, killer. And is there anything else that, uh, actually, actually, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, before we before we go, I want to ask you one question, and it's if you could if you could give one piece of advice to be able to get to where you were where you started from where you were as an intern to where you're at now, like what would that piece of advice be to somebody that was in your shoes, you know, 10, 15 years ago? Yeah, I think it's let your genuine curiosity shine. People will see it. Um, you know, hopping on a call with somebody for 10 minutes to ask them what they do and, you know, how they can send an application in for the job is one way. The other way that I think will get you further is to, you know, genuinely be curious in somebody's work, follow up with them, ask them how the project's going, or maybe you saw something that they were a part of or their client was a part of. Um, and that goes for not only just trying to get a job, but working with other people, genuine curiosity in the work that others are doing, and even in their personal life too, um, you know, will get you so much further and help you create real strong, fun, and personal relationships. I love that. I love that. I appreciate you so much, Max. Thank you so much for being on, brother. Thank you too. Thanks for having me.